Inside Chicago government. Shygov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear excerpts from the July 2020 City Council meeting in which Alderman talked a bunch about housing and real estate issues, particularly issues around new tenant protections. This happened in the context of my interview with the host of The Ben Jarofsky Show. Here's the episode. I turn it over to you, Dave, and uh, talk about the city council meeting that took place. It was July 22. This council meeting lasted about four hours. One of the first things I want to talk about is a rather controversial ordinance that was passed by the council. And it passed 35 to 14. The ordinance that we're going to be talking about is referred to as the Fair Notice Ordinance. This applies to the notice that landlords must give tenants when they're asking tenants to leave their apartment. Up until this ordinance was passed, that amount of notice was 30 days flat for all tenants. After this ordinance was passed, it's the same for tenants who have been living in their apartment for six months or less. But what has changed, if one has lived in one's apartment more than six months and three years or less, then the notice has been boosted to 60 days. And the thinking is that there's a lot of people who are really hurting financially now during the pandemic, and it's hard for people to find the money to continue to find places to live when landlords want to kick them out. There's one more provision that if one has been living in one's apartment for more than three years, the notice is boosted to 120 days or four months. We're going to listen to a couple clips. The first set of clips is going to be from aldermen who were opposing this ordinance. And then we're going to listen to a round of aldermen who were arguing for the ordinance. And let's listen first to the aldermen opposed. Item number seven is a substitute ordinance, which is known as the Fair Notice Ordinance, which extends notice that landlords must provide tenants when increasing rent or for non-renewal of leases. I am concerned because this place is yet another undue burden on the small unit owners. They own the two flats and three flats. Landlords who are not big developers. We are shifting the burden on individuals who are in no position to afford carrying a greater burden when their renters do not meet their obligations. We are exacerbating a crisis for the owners. We will have a foreclosure crisis on these units if we continue with policies like this that do not incorporate some sort of relief for those small unit building owners. We're just destroying the small guy. They get a bad tenant in there. It not only hurts them, it hurts the other two or three or whatever amount of people that are in that building. There's a thing out there called cash for keys. Cash for keys is you get these bad tenants. It takes you forever to get rid of them. So you'll give them money. You'll say, here's five grand, here's 10 grand. Just leave. This way you don't have to worry about them destroying the place or losing even more rent for six months, nine months further. Alderman Riley. I also have a number of residents in my ward 
who have a studio apartment that they rent out as an income property. These are not multimillionaires driving around in Rolls Royces. These are regular working people that were able to sock away savings to buy an investment property like a studio or a one bedroom without recognizing the mortgage obligations many of these small landlords have. We could inadvertently be forcing foreclosures on folks that are otherwise providing space for tenants to live. I agree 30 days is not enough. That is unconscionable. That's not enough notice. But 120 days is excessive. It is too long. A compromise in 90 days was presented for this. That is reasonable. That is appropriate. And if we were talking about that, I would be in support of this, but we're not. 120 days is excessive. There are basically two arguments that we heard. One is that the owners of small buildings, like two flats or three flats, might be jeopardized because they don't have a lot of income. And if they can't get a non-paying tenant out of there quickly, like in 30 days, then they might be screwed financially. And the other argument that we heard is that giving somebody four months is just like, well, that's crazy talk. <laughs> so, so, so what do you think of that, Ben? Well, I'd love to hear the other side. I've been following the city council for a long time. The more I hear these debates, the more they echo debates that have been going on in the city council forever. Every time there's any kind of ordinance that's intended to protect renters, invariably some alderman will get up to declare his or her support for small apartment owners in that, you know, like the two flats and the ma and the pa's. And they're never looking out for like the big time corporations that own apartments all over the city. Dave, you ever notice that? I'm really looking out for just the bungalow guy, you know? Let's hear from the aldermen who say that they were for this. Alderman Cicho Lopez. We right now, when we face a huge crisis, an unprecedented situation where we can be facing thousands of evictions that are being file right now. This is not about pitching tenants against homeowners. This is about drafting good policy to make sure that we prevent the harshest thing that we can experience as a community that is evictions. We have to understand that because of the high rents that tenants pay all across the city, landlords have been able to keep up with rising property taxes, have been able to keep up with the maintenance of their buildings. And so this is an ecosystem where tenants are necessary and tenants are key for the survival and for the thriving nature of our neighborhoods. Alderwoman Rodriguez Sanchez. I want to say that this is the very minimum that we can do right now in this moment when we are facing possibly mass evictions in our city. I also want to say that the assumption that tenants are acting on bad faith is very disingenuous. In my experience, in my office, we have had so many people calling us trying to figure out how they can get the resources to be able to pay their rent. People want to be able to pay their rent. I just want to correct some of the misconception on what this ordinance is. So first of all, all those folks were talking about small units, two and three flats. This ordinance exempts those units from the right to cure. This ordinance really only gives those residents who have been living in a building for years more time if a landlord decides not to renew their leases. 
landlords will still have the ability to, you know, in the first year and second year and third year, if they find a tenant to be not a good tenant, they will have all the recourses that they've already had. I had a feeling, Sophia King, I would like to start with her. It's a very important point that she made. Yeah, I had a feeling that was the case, that there was an exemption. They always exempt the mom-pa landlord. That's like standard in Chicago. So, Dave, I've always thought this was a very disingenuous argument when it was advanced back in the 80s and the 90s on the part of machine aldermen who were standing up for the real estate industry. It's every bit as disingenuous today when I hear it advanced by, you know, Ray Lopez, who I love dearly, and my good friend Nick Spazzato and all the other ones who are saying they're looking out for the small business person. That's all we've got for this episode, listeners. As always, we welcome your questions and comments and your suggestions for future interviews. You can get those to us via email, contact at shygov.com, that's C-H-I-G-O-V dot com. On Facebook, get to us at facebook.com slash insidegov, that's inside G-O-V. And finally, on Twitter, our handle is at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening.